Hi, I'm Kate Spina. This is Toward Light, Practical Buddhism for the Modern World. Each week I explore ways to apply these timeless teachings to our daily life. Hi, and welcome to episode 32 of the Toward Light podcast. This week I'm going to talk about this idea of guarding the sense doors. I'm talking about what we let into our lives and what we don't. The sense doors are the five senses we learned in kindergarten, smell, taste, touch, sight, hearing. And also in Buddhism, there's a sixth sense door, which is the mind. And so guarding the sense doors means that we're protecting what comes into these six senses, how we experience what comes in. Why does this feel important? Why do I want to talk about this right now? I mean, this is a really key aspect of the teaching, so it feels important to shine a light on it, this ability to notice what we take in without adding to it. And I'm inspired to talk about it right now for a couple reasons. One, because there's been a sutta in my mind that I've wanted to share. And two, because I've noticed myself getting really reactive recently when I've been on Instagram looking at a couple of specific accounts. And finally, one day I was like, oh, yeah, like you don't have to follow them. Like you are making a choice to put this into your life so you can make a different choice. So I want to talk about how we wake ourselves up or remind ourselves the choices that we have. And when we don't really have a choice, what we can do about it anyway. So this sutta is the Bahia Sutta, and I'm going to paraphrase it. There's one part that I will read the exact translation, and I'll let you know when we get there. The translation I'm using is one by John Ireland. So there was this guy named Bahia of the bark cloth, because he wore bark cloth for his robes. And he thought he was a great spiritual mind, and people would give him food and take care of him, and he had some followers, and One day he kind of realized, hmm, like, I think I'm a great spiritual mind and I've got some people following me, but am I really? And in this teaching, a dewa, like a spiritual being came down to him and was like, ah, no, dude, you are not. And he's like, okay, well, if I'm not really on the path to awakening, who is? And the dewa says, it's this guy, he's in Savati, you should go there. So Bahia listens to this, you know, so whether we think of it as truly a spiritual being or whether we think of it as his inner wise voice saying, hey, dude, I don't know that you're on the right track. But he takes that to heart and heads to see this other person who has many, many followers and who even spiritual beings are saying this guy's the real deal. So he finds the Buddha He goes to the location where the Buddha is, and the Buddha's not there. He's actually out on alms round getting food. And so Bahia goes in the middle of his alms round and goes to the Buddha and says, hey, I need teachings now, please. The Buddha's like, this time is inappropriate. I'm in the middle of doing this alms round. Like, you can come see me later. Bahia says, you know, please, dude, I really, I've traveled all this way. I really want these teachings. And the Buddha says, no. And the third time, Bahia says, listen, I could die. I don't know how many moments any of us have left. I want to hear from you. 
please, please, will you teach me? So the Buddha says, okay. And this is the part that I'm going to read directly from the translation. Herein, Bahia, you should train yourself thus. In the seen will be merely what is seen. In the heard will be merely what is heard. In the sensed will be merely what is sensed. In the cognized will be merely what is cognized. In this way, you should train yourself, Bahia. When Bahia, for you, in the seen is merely what is seen, in the heard is merely what is heard, in the sensed is merely what is sensed, in the cognized is merely what is cognized, then, Bahia, you will not be with that. When, Bahia, you are not with that, then, Bahia, you will not be in that. When, Bahia, you are not in that, then, Bahia, you will be neither here nor beyond nor in between the two. Just this is the end of suffering. And Bahia says, thank you, thank you, thank you. I get it. I understand. And Bahia wakes up. So Bahia gets this teaching of when you see something, that's it. You don't add to it. You just see it. When you hear something, you just hear it. You don't add to it. When you feel something, you just feel it. You don't add to it. And when you think something, you just think it. You don't add to it. So Bahia gets this teaching and it immediately wakes him up. Good thing, because then Bahia goes and gets hit by a, a young cow and dies. So Bahia was right. He needed that teaching right then. And when the followers dealt with his body and talked to the Buddha about him, the Buddha said, yeah, he fully woke up. He fully attained Nibbana because he got this teaching. So Bahia had been working and working and trying to have a spiritual life. But this simple yet complex teaching of bare awareness, bare knowing, guarding the sense doors, this is what woke him up. This is our practice. We stay with things at their base level experience, and we work to stay with things at that level. We feel the breath, and it's just a sensation. We hear a bird, it's just a sound. We see a sunset, it's just seeing. We think a thought, and it's just a thought. And this is really hard, right? So much of our culture, our conditioning, colors our experience. It can be difficult not to get swept away. The way that our mind is created to keep us safe, it can be very hard to stay with things just as they are. When we meditate, we have the intention to keep the attention with the breath. And to keep that bare attention, that's hard, right? Like we've all had that experience. I'm just going to pay attention to the breath. We're not even into our first inhale and our mind is going to something else. Or we're exhaling and we're thinking, I should be breathing different. Or, oh, is this a good breath or a bad breath? Am I paying good attention, bad attention? This is hard. This is what we're training in. This is what we're working toward is letting things just be as they are. This is why we practice meditation over and over and over again. So if we're struggling to stay with things just as they are, that is really normal. That is our work. We are not like Bahia of the Bark Cloth. We are not necessarily going to hear this once and wake up. I mean, maybe we will, but, but most of us will not. We need to keep our momentum. We need to keep our practice going and train and train and train this muscle for ourselves. And there is a way that we can set ourselves up for more success in this. This is where it's useful to look at how we guard the sense doors as a practice around what we allow ourselves to take in. 
We know about how to do this, right? Like when it comes to taste, if something is too spicy or too sour, we stop eating it. Or with sight, if something's too bright, we look away. With hearing, if our music is too loud, we turn the volume down. If we don't like what we're listening to, we change the channel. When there's an unpleasant smell, we plug our nose or we take the trash out, we deal with it. When the sense of touch is unpleasant, we make a change. Maybe the sweater is itchy, so we take it off, or the water is scalding, so we move out of the water. We know how to limit the impact of what's coming at our senses when they're unpleasant, and it is much harder with the mind. We're sometimes less diligent about guarding the sense door, and we don't always see how what we're letting in in one sense door. For example, if we're seeing the TV... Um, how that affects the mind or how that affects our mental life. So that example that I started with, if I'm getting agitated every time I see something on a certain Instagram account, then my practice is to stop following that account. It's also useful for me to look at why am I agitated? Is there something I need to do about it? Or can I just let that go? Most of the time it's, yeah, just let that go. So what are we choosing to let into our lives, which may be making this intention of bare attention, this intention of presence, this intention of guarding the sense doors difficult? So we already know it's difficult, even if we're watching the breath, which is fairly neutral, not very challenging in terms of like how much it's stirring up in us. And still, it can be very difficult to stay with that and to just let that be as it is. So if that's difficult, then... If we're letting in something that's very triggering, that's of course going to be so difficult to guard the sense doors. Some things are feel pretty obvious, right? Like if we're getting intoxicated, it's harder to guard the sense doors. I was at a dinner the other night and somebody was drinking and we were practicing physical distancing. And as the night went on and they had more to drink, they got closer and closer and I had to keep moving further and further away. They were no longer guarding that that safety net, right? Like they were no longer able to stay with that attention because they were intoxicated. Uh, another example I always think about is in terms of what we're taking in like TV. There was a period of time where My roommate and I, we would watch all these episodes of Law & Order SVU, and then we would go to bed, and we would knock on the wall in between our headboards and be like, can you sleep? No, I'm freaked out. Yeah, me too. So we were watching something that was getting us really agitated and stirred up, and then we were just unable to sleep. Another thing I like to think about is how much we're choosing. So like with Facebook... If I open Facebook, I have no choice really about what's showing up on my feed. I mean, I have the people that I follow. I I choose who I follow. But they might be choosing to post a political article or a picture of a dog or their baby. I never know what it's going to be, right? Whereas if I log on to NPR, I know I'm getting news. If I log on to YouTube and specifically watch a compilation of cat videos, I know I'm watching cat videos. So sometimes we have to be careful about things that we're choosing that are not curated or don't have one specific focus. Another thing can be time, time of day. Like I'm not a night person. So taking in difficult information at night or complex information at night, that doesn't work for me. So I can guard my sense doors by being careful about what I take in at night. 
we can also have things that trigger us, right? Like if we've lived just somewhere a long time, you'll have places that you'll drive by that'll have great memories and places you'll drive by that have not great memories. When I was still living in LA, I would often drive by a place that had pretty negative memories for me. And it was very difficult multiple times a week to drive by and see that sign and wonder what was going on there. And I'm not doing that anymore. And I feel the relief in that. And I could have gone a different route. I could have gone out of my way to go around it. And I often did not make that choice. Sometimes we can't go around. The other thing that I think is really important for us to look at around guarding our sense doors is the people we're spending time with. And are they building us up or are they draining our energy? We all have that experience, right, of certain people where you hang out with them and afterwards you feel exhausted or certain people where after you hang out with them, you just feel like jazzed and excited. And like I said, sometimes we don't have a choice. Sometimes we have to drive down that street. Sometimes our coworker is a difficult person for us. Sometimes we have to interact with difficult, triggering, complex people, scenarios. And the more that we've been practicing guarding the sense doors, the more that we've been consciously choosing what we're doing with our life, when we do have those moments where we're faced with a difficult person or something that is triggering in some way, we have more capacity to manage that. So my challenge for all of us this week, and again, like like always, I'm pretty much giving this Dharma talk to myself. So this is something I will be taking on this week for sure. Pick something in your life Maybe it's a person, maybe it's something you watch, maybe it's a website you go to, whatever. Pick one thing that always leaves you drained afterwards and see if you can lessen doing that this week. You may, it may not be something you can let go of, but can you do less of it or can you sandwich it in a different way? So if it's a difficult person that you need to deal with, can you meditate before and after or meditate before and take yourself for a walk after or whatever. Can you pick one thing in your life to work to guard against a little bit this week to lessen that impact, to give yourself more energy and more bandwidth so you can truly guard the sense doors? I would love to hear how this goes for you and I will report back probably on Instagram. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. The links are in our show notes. You can find me on Instagram at towardlight108 and the website is towardlight.net. If you have any questions or feedback, I'd love to hear from you. Be well.